traveled many miles was going to have a child she knew that life would never be the same she laid that precious child in a manger all the while crying out jesus is his name Everyone around began to say, Listen to his heartbeat, such a special heartbeat. Sounds like none I've ever heard at any other time. Listen to his heartbeat, such a different heartbeat. Every beat just seems to be the hope of all mankind. Soon he was a man with words of life began to walk the shores of Galilee that day. He cleansed lives of their sin and the blind could see again. The lame could walk, the dumb could talk, and everyone would say, listen to his heartbeat, such a special heartbeat, sounds like none I've ever heard at any other time, listen to his heartbeat, such a different The hill and the earth grew dark and still as they nailed him to a rugged tree. The blood came streaming down to a dry and thirsty ground. Whole world hushed at his heart's final beat. They came to the tomb all their lives in ruins in their hearts crying bitter tears oh but everything had changed and the stone was rolled away someone said what is that to his heartbeat, such a special heartbeat, it's the one I've only heard just one other time, listen to his heartbeat, there's that different heartbeat, every beat just seems to be
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Mary, and thank you, Jana, this morning. Again, give them a big round of applause. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Man, I, I, I'm ready for Christmas. That play just got me ready for Christmas. How I many to get ready for Christmas? I'm telling you, that play got me ready for Christmas, man. I, when y'all were screaming, happy birthday, Jeezy, man, I was excited. I, I, I'm ready. Me and Mary going to Fort Worth. We're going to do some shopping on Tuesday. And, man, I'm just ready for Christmas. I, I'm ready to get some presents, man. I, I, I'm going to tell you, here's what I do on, on, on Christmas morning. I get up before everybody else does. And a few years ago, somebody gave me one of those snuggle, snuggy things. And I put that thing on from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. And I get all excited about the presents underneath the tree. Now, picture me in a Snuggie. I don't need another one. I got one. It's a, it's a 2X. I'm looking for a 1X maybe this year. But I get all dressed up. I get excited. I wake up. I'm ready for the gifts. And, and I'm going to tell you today, I'm ready for some gifts. I'm going to tell you something because I was excited that the play made me think, of, what do you want for Christmas? I don't know. Stuff in my truck. Stuff for his truck. He lucky he got a truck, amen. He rev it up one more time. I might take it away. But I'm ready for some presents. I'm ready for some gifts. Oh, my goodness, snap. Snap. Somebody got me some presents. What did they get me? They got me four presents. Snap, snap. Say snap. Snap. They got me some presents. What did I get? Duct tape. I want a duct tape. What else did they get me? They got me some gifts. They got me some gifts. What in the world? Some cornbread muffin mix. Who got me cornbread? I don't want no cornbread muffin mix. The, 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 sometimes the bigger gifts come in smaller packages. I heard dynamite comes in small packages too, so... Somebody must have wrapped. This has got to be a really. Uh oh. Uh oh. Somebody went to Jared's. Somebody went to Jared's. A clothespin. Somebody, somebody did it. Somebody smelled it. I don't need no clothespin. All these gifts are no good. All these gifts. This has got to be one more gift that is good. Whoever wrapped these wrapped a mess out of them. A bow. A bow. All these gifts are no good. I reject them all. I reject them all. I don't want those gifts. I don't want any of that. That ain't what I wanted. I wanted a Red Rider BB gun and someone to shoot with it. I was thinking about it. Ain't that just like us to reject all the things that God gives us? And sometimes we reject him around the holiday season. Sometimes we get selfish. Sometimes we think, well, if I don't get this, I don't get that, I'm going to have a miserable Christmas. 
And we reject what Christmas is really all about. Rejection is hard to handle. Anybody know what rejection feels like? Anybody been rejected before? I know what rejection feels like. And our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ knows what rejection feels like. You know, I just use the gifts as a simple little illustration how sometimes if we don't get what we want, we turn away from God. If God don't bless us right now, we walk away from God. If I come to church eight years in a row and I have a hard gear, I give up on God. God knows what it's like to feel rejection. I've been rejected. I hadn't always been popular. And even today as a pastor, I'm not the most popular pastor because I speak boldly and I speak the truth and I'm not sugarcoating nothing. And a lot of people don't like me. They make up lies. They say things. Even yesterday I felt rejected. But you know what? I can't worry about rejection. I have to get over rejection and get on with my ministry and my life. If you've lived long enough, listen, get off your phones, listen. If you've lived long enough, you know what rejection is like. Maybe you never fit in. Maybe you wore glasses or braces or you were a little smaller or a little bigger than the next guy. You always got picked last. You was never nobody's favorite. Jesus knows about rejection. Even in the holiday season, they say, happy holidays. It's not a happy holiday. It's the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There was a gift that was given to us over 2,000 years ago. It's found in John 3.16. Open your Bible. There's a gift that was given to us over 2,000 years ago, and here it is. I found the gift. The gift that keeps on giving. The gift that I got and the gift that I passed on to Dalton and Mary and Justin and the gift that we passed on to so many since we've been ministering to here. The gift that some of you've got and you've passed it on and you've passed it on and you've passed it on. The gift is found in John 3.16. For God so loved the world. Say, Read it with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son and whosoever shall believeth in him shall be saved. That's a gift. Praise God this morning for that gift. Put your hands together and thank God for that gift this morning. You know, you and I can debate this till, 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 the, till the rapture, but I still think he's the perfect gift. He'll outdo any house. He'll outdo any truck. He'll outdo the best roping horses. That money can buy. He'll outlast and outdo money. He is the perfect gift. He'll be there when nobody else is there. When the world rejects you and spits on you and cusses you and people in church turn on you, he'll be there for you. He is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He is the great I am. And when he says I am, he is I am. And I'm going to tell you, he knows what it was like to be rejected. I've been rejected. Jesus is the perfect gift for everyone this holiday season. But most hate him. Most hate him. Most don't want nothing to do with him. Most turn away from him year after year after year after year. The greatest gift that anyone could ever receive is the gift of Jesus Christ. 
but people reject him all the time. Let me ask you, have you ever been rejected? Some of you are rejected this holiday season. They're having parties, but you ain't invited to. They're having functions, but you didn't get an invite. People's getting presents, but you ain't getting anything. Rejection's horrible. I don't care who you are. Rejection's tough. Rejection's miserable. And Jesus knows what it's like. Jesus knows what it's like to be rejected. And you and I ought to sympathize right now with those right now that are without. Those without a home. Those without a car. Those without a job. Those kids whose parents are addicted to drugs. You and I ought to sympathize and pray and do what we can. You know, I, I was thinking about it. Jesus knows how it feels to be rejected. Look at John 1, 11. Got my Bible? Y'all sleep? What? Wake up. Got my Bible? John 1, 11. Jesus knows what it's like to be rejected. I looked up on the Internet last night. Who all rejected Jesus? Man, your picture showed up. Your picture showed up right there. It did. I saw it. You rejected him when you didn't pray over your meal. You rejected him when you told some lie. You rejected him when you didn't give what you know you could have gave. You rejected him when you put a man over your kids. You rejected him when you put alcohol you rejected it. Who else rejected so I So I, I looked it up. Who was, see it's in red right here in my notes. Jesus was rejected by his own people. Anybody ever been rejected by their own people? Jesus was rejected in his own town. I live in the greatest community in the world. Granger Land, Conroe, Texas. I live in the greatest community. East Montgomery County is the greatest county in the world. And they still reject Jesus Christ. And they still reject you and I. Even though we live in the greatest county in the world, you need to understand that. You are blessed to live in this right harvest field right here, right now, in this moment, where we can make a difference in this world. What we do makes a difference. When you give, when you sow, when you show up, it makes a difference. Jesus was rejected by his own people. Jesus was rejected in his own town. Jesus was rejected by his family. Anybody ever been rejected by their family? They didn't even put my name in my stepdad's obituary. And I was there the two years after my mama passed away. My sister showed up, manipulated the whole thing, got every inheritance that belonged to every one of us. She swindled him out of when he was sick. They didn't even put our name in the paper. Anybody ever been rejected by family? Jesus was rejected by family. This holiday season, they call you the black sheep of the family. You're not the black sheep. You're just another sheep that's been working on your testimony that made your way to somebody today. Jesus was rejected in his hometown, his family. He was rejected by his brothers. Anybody ever have a brother or best friend or girlfriend or sister that rejected him? I guess I'm just alone today. 
rejected by so many. So many. Jesus. Now, this is Jesus. So I told you he knows about rejection. He was rejected by his people, by his town, by his family, by his hometown, by his brothers. And even the 12 disciples, even the 12 rejected him. You say, where, Brother Mark? I know that Peter denied him three times. Yeah, but when they came in and seized Jesus, all of them ran. Every last one of them ran. And only Peter was the brave one to try to show back up and see what he could do. And he heard the rooster crow three times. Every one of the other ones went to a building and went to hide. So when you think you got a partner, when you think you got somebody that's going to stick it out, when you think you got somebody, let me tell you this. People hurt you, people reject you, and you better know how to handle it and who to go to. You need a personal relationship with Jesus Christ if you're going to make it. Say make it. Say make it. Say make it. If you're going to make it, you're going to need a relationship with Jesus Christ. And he knew what it was like to be rejected. It says in John 1, 11, he came into his own. And his own did not receive him. I'm going to tell you the truth right now. I'm not sure if there's anything worse than rejection. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm not sure if there's anything. You can punch me in the face. You can steal something from me. You can talk about me behind my back. But if you reject me, man, that hurts. We all know how that feels. Right now, somewhere, maybe even into this church, a wife is rejecting her husband. A husband is rejecting his wife. Right now, there's a kid in this church, around the churches, around the world, that are starving for attention. But they're not getting any. They're getting rejected. Right now, there's a kid that's a great athlete. He's a great athlete, but maybe he don't live on the right side of the tracks. He could go somewhere. If somebody with a heart would put their eyes on him, he could probably go somewhere and do some great things. But right now, the coach is so focused on his job and on his career and on who's paying the most money that he, they, the kid's not even being seen. Happens every day. Happens every single day in America where we live. We watch shows about rejection, and we like it. We watch them. We can't wait. We record the voice. And some guy gets up there and he sings his heart out like me. Lord! And, and then they say, they ain't turning the chair around. I get all offended when they don't turn the chair around. Turn the chair around. Turn the chair Boy, you better turn the chair Blake Shelton, I'll I see you. I'll slap a man. You better turn the chair around. American Idol. Simon Cow talks to you like a cow, hurts people's feelings. How many have seen the American Idol where that lady walked out on stage and, yeah, she wasn't the best-looking lady, and, yeah, she wasn't built like a supermodel, and everybody started laughing, and he looked one way, and but when she opened her mouth, they had already judged her. Jesus knows what that feels like. If you're in a state of rejection this morning, God gave me this message because I believe that somebody needed to hear it. If you feel like you've been rejected, if you feel like you're the only one that's cast out, listen, you're not. Jesus has been there. And this sort of rejection is a, a bitter pill to swallow, you could say. Especially, listen, how many have ever worked for a place for a long time and they cut you loose? 
hurts. How many of you have ever been with somebody for years and you hear, I don't love you anymore? It hurts. How many have struggled a lifetime to have a relationship with their mom but never got that? A relationship with their dad. And it's a bitter pill to swallow. But we got to learn, brothers and sisters, how to handle rejection. We got to take that emotion. If not, it'll cripple us. I hope I'm preaching to somebody who understands what I'm saying because I preach English. Easy for you to understand. If we don't do something about that, it's going to cripple us. It's going to hurt us. It'll destroy us. It'll make us turn to things like meth and drugs and alcohol. We'll feel a lifetime in a bottle. You don't need to be in the bottle. You need to be in the Bible. You need to be in the Bible. You know, it's real life. I spoke to a lady recently who was angry about a job that she had lost that uh, she deserved. She was a good employee. They shut the gas station down. She, they shut the gas station down. I asked her, I said, are they going to hire you when they build it back? And I'm going to tell you, she sounded like, like, like she was just jilted, like, like it was her lover who did her something wrong. She's like, I can't believe that they did me that way. I can't believe that they come in there and did that to me. I gave them a lot of loyal years. Oh, the Lord knows how that feels. I packed my family up, sold my property in Waco, got here, started building on arena and putting on events. Was here about six months doing good, seeing people come to know the Lord. Baptized my first person. Things were going great. But a group of them decided they didn't want me. So they had this little secret meeting, and they called these little secret meetings, and they, they wanted to vote me out. It was only God who got me through that time. You know, they're cutting back now everywhere. Talk to Miss Allie. They've cut back at her company over and over again. But God has pulled her through every single time. God is such a friend. My sign says, no Christ, no Christmas, no Christ, no Christmas. Jesus is our Lord and Savior. He knows what it's like to be rejected. Some might have felt like they were rejected by their parents. Maybe you've never measured up. Anybody like that? Perhaps it seems like your sister was the favorite or your brother was the, 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 the special one. That's not true. All of God's children are special. Who believes that this morning? All of God's children are special. Touch someone and say, you are special. Now smile when you say it. Show them the five teeth you got and smile. Anybody been hurt in a relationship lately? God knows what that feels like. What do you do when you've been rejected? What do you do when you've been rejected? I'm going to give you that today. I want you to listen. I want you to take notes. I want you to pay attention. Because like these, these things that, that I threw away, we'll throw away our walk with Jesus Christ if we don't learn how to handle rejection. Because listen, somebody's going to do everything they can to try to destroy you, and his name is the devil. And he's going to try to do nothing but stop at you to make you feel like you're unworthy. 
that you're never going to fit in, that your sins, you've committed so many sins that you don't even deserve to be in that spot. He would love to tell you that lie, but that's what he is. He's the father of lies. So what do you do, Michael, when you, what do you do when you've been rejected? How do you handle that? I'm going to give you that, and I'm going to be done. Listen, we could do like this guy in Desert Storm did. He was in Desert Storm. He was deployed. He was engaged to this girl. He was deployed, and, and, and he got over there, and all of a sudden he got a letter. He was there about six weeks. He got a letter from the girl and said, I need you to send me my picture back. I'm going to use it as an engagement picture. I picked somebody else. I don't want you anymore. I'm going to marry another guy. So please send my picture back to me because that's my favorite picture of all times, and, and, and I want to use that in the paper. All his military buddies saw what was happening. They come into the rescue. They went around the whole platoon over there at Desert Storm, and they got a picture of every guy's girlfriend. They stuck it in a shoebox. They sent it to her with a note that said, I'm not quite sure who you are, but if you look through here and get your picture out. <laughs> please send the rest back. I thought y'all might like that. I hate to admit this to you, but I don't like being rejected. See, here's how you handle it. See yourself as God sees you. See yourself as God sees you. My whole life, people told me I was never going to be nothing. But when I met my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, he loved me right where I was. So I don't see myself as people see me. I see myself as God sees me. And so when, when people are rejecting me and I get passed over, or if there's a group of congressmen and people and, and all the highlights on them, I just stay in my spot and smile because God gave me this opportunity and somebody here must want to know him. Just like when I cleaned off that deal. Maybe I was supposed to be there just so I know that I know that I know that he's ordered my steps. And I'm not doing these things for promotion or publicity. You know, see yourself as God sees you. God does not see you as an addict. God does not see you as a drunk. God does not see your sin. What he does is when you confess them, he puts them as far away from the east as it is to the west, never to bring it back up again. Yeah, I was a lot of things, man. I was a lot of things. I was a thief. I hung on that cross, but he accepted me. Yeah, I was there the day they crucified him. I was holding a hammer. But he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. You know, I was thinking about it. When me and Mary have been together two decades this Christmas. Somebody say amen. I met her at a Christmas party. Well, I met her a couple of weeks ago prior to the, a couple of weeks before the Christmas party. She was there and, and, and she was in some sweats and some old raggedy clothes. And I walked in looking good, you know. And, I, and I, <laughs> she hates when I tell this story. Uh, she was at some friend's house, and I was over there. We were going out. We was going to do something, and, and they invited us to a Christmas party. And, and I said, okay, we'll, we'll see. Well, I left, and Mary said, he's cute. And I am. 
and I'm just checking. And uh, so we met at this Christmas party, and so uh, it rolled around. A couple weeks later, the party was coming. I was working cattle. We were day working. I, I had a bunch of cows to push. I was dirty. I was nasty. I was tired. And my buddy said, are we going to go to the party? And I said, no, man, I'm wore out, man. And he said, come on, man. I heard that girl that was over there you met the other day liked you. I said, oh, I can take a bath for that. <laughs> Put a little dough I couldn't afford no expensive cologne, but I splashed on some Old Spice from a ranch hand before me. <laughs> I worked on a ranch making $50 a week when I met that woman. $200 a month. Boy, I thought I was living. I walked over to the party. They moved the table out of the living room. Everybody was having a good time. I walked in with my boots and my spurs. I was checking out looking good, man. I said, hey, here you like me. It went something like that, didn't it? I said, you want to dance? I did, CJ. I said, you want to dance? So, man, we dancing in these people's kitchen. We having a good time. And, uh, man, we was having fun. I was asking her for her phone number, but she wouldn't give me her phone number. I said, well, you got a beeper? Because back then we had beepers. <laughs> Who had a beeper say amen? <laughs> you stop at the pay phone, I'll call you in just a minute. Let me get the pay. Kids, the, the kids today so lucky. You had to pay for the beeper and you had to pay 50 cents for the phone. So she said, no, I'm not going to give you my number. I'm not going to give you my number. I'm not going to give you my number. So I said, okay, cool. So I went back around the party doing my thing, checking out all the people there. And my buddy Kenny went up to Mary and he said, don't you like my friend? Don't you like him? Don't you like my friend? You said you liked him. She said, yeah, but he's been to prison. She said, he's been to prison. I don't want that in my life. That's what she said. And she meant it. Well, she was leaving to go somewhere else, and I was leaving to go somewhere else. And we talked, and I talked her into giving me her number anyway. Even though I felt rejected. Just letting you in on something that's been bothering me for 19, 20 years. <laughs> Just let you in on a secret. So she gave me her number, and she was alone on Christmas Eve about a week or so later, and I was alone on Christmas Eve. And I called her up, and I wished her a Merry Christmas. And we planned a date, and we went out, and the rest is what God did. We built a family. We built a life. God changed who I was, and who I am today is ever-evolving. And I was thinking about this message when I wrote it yesterday. Honey, you are lucky. You are lucky. But so am I. So am I. Listen, here's how you handle rejection. You see yourself as God sees you. You don't quit. You place grace. Say grace. You place grace beside every destructive thought, every negative reminder of your past. When your past is brought up to you, you say grace, 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 grace. You get that in your mind. Grace, 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 grace. You have that in your mind. Every time the enemy tries to bring up who you were, you say, you know what, by his amazing grace, 
I might have been then, but I ain't now. I may not be where I should be, but I'm a lot further along than I used to be. By grace. By grace. So when you go to pick up that bottle, you say, that's not me anymore. Grace. You know, when you go to do them drugs, you say, you know what, dope man, get the heck away from me. Grace. Meditate on the healing truth in God's word. Forgive as Jesus has forgiven to you. If you've been rejected by somebody, there's only one way that you're going to get past it is to forgive as Jesus has forgiven you. And the last thing, listen, I'm not done yet, listen. The last thing is to move forward. Every time you get rejected, you just keep moving forward. God has a plan for your life. Door after door after door have been shut for me. But when he's shutting one door, he's opening up another. And he does that because he's faithful and he loves us. You and I can only learn from it and accept God's grace and move to it. I was thinking about it, honey. You sure picked a winner. And you know what you are today? You're a winner also. You're a winner also. You're not a loser. You might have been rejected, but you're no loser. You might have been passed over, but you're no loser. You're a winner. And you got to accept that. Robbie, you got to get that. If not, the next few years are going to be so miserable. When I was doing kind of crazy things in my life, Seemed like every week I was going to jail. Seemed like every week I was struggling. Every week I was tossing me in jail. Every week. It was like I had a number on my back. And, and everything I did, they were right there throwing me in jail, throwing me in jail, throwing me in jail. I thought, man, these dudes got it out for me. But it wasn't true. I had it out for me. I kept doing the same things that caused all my problems. I kept doing the same thing. You know what it is when you do the same thing over and over and over again? It's called insanity. I was insane. So I made a choice to change. So I made a choice to give my heart to Jesus. That's when grace jumped in where nonsense was, where ridiculousness was. That's a big word for me. Y'all to praise the Lord for that, Lord. Ridiculousness. Because there's a lot of us in here right now going through some ridiculous things brought on by ourselves. The devil didn't do it to you. You did it to you. Till you decide to accept God's grace and change, it's still going to take place in your life. Touch somebody and say you're a winner. It's God's grace that erases your past. It's God's grace that will remake your future. Who believes that today? Each time you begin to dwell on your mistakes, on the sins of your past, visually picture the word grace beside any negative thought that's pushing its way in. Then whisper a cry out to the Lord, thank you for your grace. Because here's what grace does. Be still. Here's what grace does. It restores and heals things. Grace restores and heals. When I give my son who I'm mad at grace, 
it restores and heals our relationship. When you give me grace for something that I've done that restores and heals our relationship. But if you walk around bitter, angry, upset, you're wasting your life and the devil is laughing. Grace restores things. It brings about healing. Whisper, cry to the Lord. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for bringing that healing into my life. Thank you that my past is not my future. Thank you for redeeming me. My Redeemer sets me free. One thing I've learned to do is thank you for his unconditional love. He has unconditional love for all of us. And it's free. Pay attention. Over 2,000 years ago, he gave us a gift. Named Jesus. And that gift is still free today. That gift is still free today. The Bible says in Isaiah 41, 9, I found this last night. Go there with me. I want you to go there with me. I'm done. I promise I'm done. The Bible says this. It's my new favorite scripture. Got my Bible? I'm making one more point, and this is it. Isaiah 41, 9. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. Look at the end of that verse. I have chosen you and I have not rejected you. Thank you, God, for your love today. Which leads me to this last question. If you've been rejected, I'm here to tell you today that Jesus never will reject you. Jesus will never reject you. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Close your eyes. Jesus will never reject you. Sometimes I speak to people who've been rejected by a church or by other Christians. These people have deep hurts and hurts I've experienced, and I get that. But understand something right now. Jesus will never reject a person who is genuinely seeking him. John 6.37 says, Whoever those the Father has given me, will come to me, and I will never reject them. Your boss may reject you. Your mama may have rejected you. Your children may have rejected you. Your spouse may have rejected you. And those wounds hurt. And I'm not denying that this morning. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I'm not denying that rejection hurts. But my Lord and Savior will never reject you. In fact, if you're feeling rejected today, Jesus understands that better than anybody. So let's pray to him. I want to close by you praying on your own. If you're feeling rejected, tell the Lord your problem. Tell him, tell him how you feel right now.
Say, Lord, I've been feeling rejected. Pray on your own. Say, Lord, I'm feeling misunderstood. I'm feeling disconnected. Tell him how you feel. You pray. Maybe you were rejected as a child. Tell him. Tell him. Now tell him this. Pray this with me, the whole church. Lord, I come to you because I know that you will never reject me. I call on your name, Jesus. Come into my life. Today, I make you my personal Lord and Savior. Forgive me of my sins, and I will serve you from this day forward. You never reject it again. You are never rejected again. Come on, somebody, praise him. You're never rejected again. If you generally played that, you meant what you said, you don't have to feel rejected again. Lord, thank you for our time together. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. Touch.